0: Welcome back. to the Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM at WDEVradio.com. Um, I've been excited to do this interview all week as I want to continue to learn more and more about the uh, kind of rebirth of the UVM men's hockey program. Catamount's under first year head coach, Todd Woodcroft, not playing this weekend because of another COVID related uh, pause right now. Catamount's at one, seven, and two overall. Joining us now is assistant coach, Jeff Hill, works with the goalies, played hockey here at UVM as well and Jeff we appreciate you being with us man how are you? I'm great thanks for having me. Well I appreciate you joining us as I said you're not playing this weekend another COVID related um, pause or mini pause and that's kind of been the story of your season how frustrating or hard or difficult has this year been?
1: It, it's, uh, it's been hard for the guys for sure I mean right from the from the get-go um, you know guys getting here having a quarantine and, uh, and then you know, working in pods and, and, and then split squad. And then we finally got into our uh, full team practices and then we got, uh, we got paused for, for about a month delay of our season. And then uh, we played what, six games and then we got paused again. And then we played uh, another two and then we got paused again. So it's been, it's been challenging for the guys for sure. But yeah. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, they've, they're they a pretty resilient group and um just keep grinding away, focus on the process of getting better every day and, um, you know, focus on the positives. Really, they've been uh, they've been great. You know, the record is one, seven and two. And, and I guess
0: I can see both sides to this coin. The shutdowns and the constant stops and starts could really halt any momentum you guys are able to build. And that could be really hard. On the other hand, it could lead to more individual work and team building and extra practice time that you don't usually get in the course of a season. So what has this year been like from your team's development standpoint?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, I think the first uh, first pause we had, um, we were starting to kind of hit our stride. We had just played uh, two games against Maine. Um, we played a great game on Friday night uh, we we kind of faltered a little bit on Saturday night um, but there were a lot of positives we, we kind of we came back um, brought it within one one goal game and um, definitely showed some resiliency there um, so we were starting to come along and then we got shut down and unfortunately with that shutdown um, that was uh, that coincided with the the whole athletic department shutting down for uh, whatever it was, 14 days or, or whatever. So, um, it ended up being, we weren't on the ice for about 30 days, um, overall. And, uh, that was, uh, that was pretty tough on the guys, but with that, we were able to, I don't know, kind of reset, um, focus on a few things. We had a, a lot of zoom meetings. We had a lot of, um, you know, guest speakers and things like that. Um, obviously with, with Todd Woodcroft and his connections throughout the, the hockey world and beyond, um, we were able to, to get a lot of, you know, really, really cool guest speakers on there. We focused on, you know, we had power play meetings, we had defensive meetings, we had penalty kill meetings, you name it. We did whatever we could. Um, and I think we came out of it on, on the you know, on the right side of things. But um, and obviously it showed, uh, you know, we had what, really four days to prepare for uh, Boston University uh, last weekend. Um, and I don't think we missed a, missed a beat. Obviously on, on Saturday night, we didn't play our, our best, but, um, our first game back after a long delay, we were, uh, we were pretty darn good. So, um, yeah, take it, take it in stride really. How do you evaluate
0: this team this year? Again, the record is the record, but with all the adversity, are you, are you evaluating the on ice stuff as much as you normally would? Is it more, you're learning about guys off the ice and work ethic and character? How are you evaluating this team?
1: Yeah. I think it's a, a combination of everything. Um, you know, obviously we spent a lot of time with the guys on the ice and, uh, you know, we were fortunate to, you know, at the beginning to be in really small groups. So we got some, a lot of individual attention with the guys and, um, you know, we've, we've had a lot of remote work. So we've had to develop relationships over the phone. We've had to do it over zoom. We've had to do it in different ways. So, um, I think just learning about our guys, learning about what we have in the locker room, learning about what's on the ice, um, and you know, fortunate for me, i I know most of the guys because uh, I'm I'm the only guy that uh, that's been here. So um, you know, I know the guys from last year, the returning guys, and um, you know, so I have a little bit of a different perspective than uh, maybe the the other the rest of the staff coming in. They it's all new to them. So uh, especially Coach Woodcroft. I mean, this is his first time in, in college hockey's too. So um, I think for him, just learning. College hockey, and then learning his roster and um, getting to know guys uh, both on and off the ice. And and Todd does a really really good job of um, you know getting to know the the guys more than just hockey. You know, it's, uh, he has a lot of conversations with guys that don't have anything to do with hockey, and I think that's one of his strong points for sure.
0: You know, I was going to ask you about Todd Woodcroft. We see this all the time in the pro in the pro game. You see it a lot in college too. New coach comes in and he brings in his guys, all new staff, and everybody's out. and And that's just kind of the way it goes. You played here. You've coached here the last couple of years. Why was it important for Todd Woodcroft to keep you along,
1: Seth? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question for Todd. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know what, when when everything did uh, throughout that whole transi- transition phase, um, you know, from, say, March, middle of March um, to when, when Todd was hired, uh, I was the only guy – left. Um, You know, obviously coach Sneddon was, uh, was retired. And then, uh, you know, Kevin Patrick, who I was fortunate enough to work with for, uh, for five years, uh, stepped down for a different opportunity. And uh, so I was the only guy standing. So um, during that process, uh, I I had the opportunity to kind of run things, so to speak. um, And, you know, just keep things uh, afloat until we had a coach hired. And it was about a three month process where, where I was the only guy. So, uh, it it did give me a good opportunity to, uh, learn a little bit more about, you know, everything that Kevin Patrick did. I had to, I had to do everything that, that, uh, Kevin was, was normally doing, I had to do. So, um, I think that increased my value a little bit, um, in terms of the responsibilities I could hold. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, um, I think through our first, you know, first few conversations, I think Todd realized how much this place means to me um, both uh, as you said, as a, as a player uh, and somebody who's been here um, you know, I, I was here through a, the previous transition from coach Gilligan to coach Sneddon and um, you know, during that whole thing. And then uh, and then played through that. And then, Uh, you know, during my coaching career here, I, I, I've worn a a lot of different hats. I was a volunteer assistant coach, then I was director of hockey operations, and then I was the full-time assistant coach. So I, I think that's where, um, you know, just knowing this place and, you know, for Todd to not know really much about college hockey and, you know, the ins and outs of it, I think it was important for him, you know, somebody who, who knew college hockey, but also knew UVM and cared about UVM. And I think that was, uh, was something that was important to Todd for sure.
0: I've had people tell me in their observation that the program is
1: now running like
0: a pro style program. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, it, uh, I I would, I would agree. Um, And I think it just, it goes to, uh, I guess the point of just the detail in which Todd and the rest of our staff is, is teaching guys. Um, I think that's, that's, you know, number one is just on the ice, the detail that, that it takes. And, um, you know, the quote unquote modern game and, you know, Todd's, you know, a year, you know, fresh out of, out of the NHL. So he knows, he knows everything that, uh, that is going on in the NHL. And, um, obviously we, we have guys and, and want guys that aspire to play in the NHL. So I think from an on ice perspective, um, it's, uh, you know, the detail in which they're taught every day is, is a, a pro style, um, in terms of, you know, the other things and and how you prepare and how you sleep how you eat hmm. um you know the uh, the information that we give guys uh, leading up to an opponent um, is a, is a little bit more than than we we may have done in the past, um, and it, so it's just a different uh, a different perspective, I guess. Um, so it's just a lot more detail, I would say. And at the end of the day, that's saying a lot because Kevin Sneddon was very very detailed um, from an organizational standpoint. Um, I mean, he's second to none. So um, for, for for me to say that we're more detailed. Mm-hmm um is saying a lot
0: you know you mentioned wanting guys to play in the nhl well ironically enough i'm gonna have ross colton on here a little bit later today and you know i was hoping to talk to him after his nhl debut he was supposed to play last night on the taxi squad for the lightning they ended up getting postponed against dallas uh because of the winter storm down there so i get a little chance to to pepper you with a question what should i know about ross colton that he's not going to be ready for
1: what can i hit him with that's going to surprise him that's a, it's been a while it's been yeah. a while he left after his uh after sophomore, his sophomore year. year and uh you know what he's a he's a guy who uh we haven't had a guy who can shoot like that and and since he left I don't think um mm-hmm. he's he he was a goal scorer um and that's obviously something we've been lacking in the in the past few years and um that was a big a, a big loss for for us and um what can you be prepared? What what is he not going to be prepared for? That's a tough one. I, I don't know if there's anything I can say on air. I don't know if there's <laughs> anything there.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's um, they'll stay in the, the good stuff will stay in the vault. Then it sounds yeah
1: like. yeah yeah exactly. No, he's uh, I'm really really excited for him. Obviously, he's uh, he's worked his way up uh, to earn an opportunity to to play with the big club, which is which is awesome and another uh, you know obviously another NHL player that we have in the in the UVM uh, UVM stable. Let me get you
0: out of here on two questions. Um, You played hockey at UVM. You also played lacrosse. And look, man, I I went to a big high school and I played basketball and baseball. So, you know, between winter and spring, even that was hard trying to navigate in high school, trying to figure out, okay, well, when am I throwing bullpens in the off season versus when am I playing basketball? You're doing it at the division one college level, back-to-back seasons where there's massive crossover, even between
1: games. How do you handle that? Yeah, it was hard. It was a lot of crossover. And obviously I had support of, uh, of the coaching staff on both sides to, uh, be able to, to do both and understood that I wanted to, I had passions for both and I want to continue to do it. And, um, the crossover was tough because I would, uh, I would actually miss the first, I don't know, three to six games every year, um, yeah. for lacrosse because we were still playing in the playoffs or whatever it was for, for hockey. Um, and so I would inevitably probably like tweak a groin or something like that. Cause I was a goalie. So everything in, in hockey. And then I was a midfielder in lacrosse. So completely different, uh, muscle groups and things like that were being used. So I didn't inevitably, you know, tweak something and then, uh, and then kind of get a slow start to it. So, um, that was a hard part. Um, the best part about it though, is I had, uh, you know, instead of whatever 28 teammates, I had 70 teammates and, uh, and, uh, it was a blast. I mean, I had an opportunity to play for, uh, play for, um, two different coaches at, uh, at UVM for, for lacrosse and Steve Bevel and Ryan Curtis. And, um, you know, learned a lot there and it was, uh, yeah, it was an awesome experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it.
0: Let me throw in one additional question. I hope comes off as funny as it is in my head. Those first couple practices, when you get back into it for lacrosse, did you have trouble trying to figure out how to run again? Because why I asked that is because, (laughs) When I would go to baseball practice in the spring, we'd have hockey players that would come over and those first couple practices on the gym floor, they'd look like they were on skates running down the baseline. Is that a, <laughs> is that a true thing here that happens?
1: I, I think so. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't run a whole lot in hockey season. So, uh, you know, you're you're sp- you're spending what uh, from call it May all the way to, for me, like May all the way to March the, the following year, Prepare like playing hockey and preparing for hockey and on the ice every day. Um, and then all of a sudden you have to go run, run down a, a hundred yard field. It was, uh, it was tough for me. F- Fortunately, I, I just took face-offs and if I wanted it, I got off the field. So it was easy <laughs> for me. I didn't, uh, I didn't have to run a whole lot. So um, it was, uh, it, it was definitely uh you know it's like riding a bike like playing lacrosse and, and everything like that it's like riding a bike you pick up the the stick and you, you're a little rusty but you you get back into it. but the running was definitely one of the hard parts i was definitely out of shape for
0: sure <laughs> last question it's one of my new favorite games to ask people i don't need a phone number but i do want a name best contact in your phone is who Who?
1: You know, I got a Mike Babcock. He's on our staff now. Yeah. Um, he's somebody that we talk to regularly. Um, you know, he's uh, he's he's definitely up there with uh, with the top. Um, you know, in the in the hockey world for sure, which is which is my world and in the coaching world. He's uh, he's one of the best. So I, I would have to say Mike Babcock is the is is the top one there.
0: Jeff Hill, assistant men's hockey coach for the UVM men's hockey team, works with the goaltenders, including a pretty good one that UVM just had recently in Stefanos Lekas for the last couple of years now playing pro hockey. So Jeff, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for, uh, for catching up with us here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brady.